Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello, my love. So happy to have you again today or whatever day you're listening to this. I was just getting all set up to do an interview on my other podcast, Vibrant Life Allies. I don't know if any of you have checked that out. It's a podcast where I interview mostly coaches, but I've had some entrepreneurs in other areas on there. But really, it's coaches, entrepreneurs, experts, people that can help share either how they help people live vibrant lives or how, you know, coaches or their journey to become an expert or an entrepreneur was what helped them. So it's just really about getting out there, you know, the stories about coaching and what it is and how it works because, you know, a lot of people don't really know a lot about life coaching and they have just different ideas maybe they've picked up from a TV show or a movie. So it's something that I do to to help educate people on coaching and all the different kinds of coaching. And then also this podcast is kind of a high level overview. So that one is even higher level because it's just me kind of touching base with different coaches. But, you know, you can learn about how different coaches help you in different areas of life because there's so many coaches. There's so many niches out there. Anyway, it's really interesting and it kind of ties into some of what I'm going to be talking about today, actually. But I was talking with Anna in Estonia and we just could not get the connection going. And I think it was very late there for her. So she was just like, okay, let's call it. So that interview is going to reconvene hopefully tomorrow and we'll both have better internet. And I was like, you know what? I have something for my lovely ladies and maybe gentlemen. who listen over on Love This Bitch, so I'm going to pop on and do that. So here I am, flustered, yeah, maybe, a little, might have that thought, but here with you and definitely in a bit of the gibbers. I don't know if those of you who've been with me for a while now notice that sometimes I talk normal and sometimes I'm a little bit fast. (laughs) It really just depends on what time of the day I record this, but yeah, so today is going to be one of those days I feel fast and, and gibberish, so I hope it connects with you anyway. And also enjoy this intro today because I have a podcast. You're here because you like it. I have another podcast that people like. A lot of people don't like it either way. If I show up one day and I'm like, hey guys, this is me. Sometimes I feel like I'm being gibberish. That's a thought. Maybe I'll work through it. Maybe I'll self-coach. I'm being real. People who get it, get it. And it works. The people who don't, they don't listen and they move on. And that's okay. We all get to make our own decision and it's great. It's the same for you. Show up as yourself. People are going to like it or lump it either way. If you show up and if I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Start over, start over. And I sat here for hours recording this episode that's going to be, you know, 15 to 30 minutes long. Some people do that. And if it's something that they enjoy, like they enjoy that perfecting of their episodes, great, do it. I don't. I like to get out there, throw my stuff out there, be myself, all of me, you know, no filter and be myself in that way. Some people like to be themselves by showing how dedicated they are to having it flow just right. It's all good. The people who like that will listen to them. The people who like me will listen to me. And even if you force yourself into either one of those boxes, like, let me try to be fun and wild like Lisa is, or, you know, let me try to be super perfect so people will like it. 
it's not going to fit. You're going to be miserable and you're still going to have people who don't like it. Be yourself. Show up as yourself. That way, you know that you're happy and you're drawing in the people who like your genuine self, the people who are really going to connect with you. Anyways, that's for free. (laughs) The whole show is for free, but that's a little extra for today because that's not what we're talking about. Today, I wanted to kind of get back to a few basics of thought work, self-coaching, and self-compassion. I know that's what the podcast is about. That's what we talk about every episode, but you know, sometimes we talk basics, and sometimes it's a little bit higher level, and I always, you know, want to remember that people are coming in at at different parts of their journey, but also basics are the basics for a reason. They're the foundation and they're very important. I can't tell you how many times I've been working with a coach or talking with a friend who's a coach and they have asked me something or, you know, used question or tool that is a basic in coaching and it just blew my world up (laughs) and helped me see something that I was blocked from that I was missing. I'm a master coach, a master coach certified. And if a basic tenant, basic question, basic tool like that can do that for me, then it can definitely do that for those of you who who are just learning or who may not have even heard that part of the foundations or the tools before. So it's very important to go back to basics and not just from that story of my life experience, but if you've ever watched any movie about a successful sports team, (laughs) you know, it's always about the basics. Michael Jordan, dating myself. Many of you may not know who Michael Jordan is, but iconic basketball player. And I think, you know, a lot of people know that that was something that he did. He worked on his shots, you know, before he became Michael Jordan and after he became Michael Jordan. Not Michael B. Jordan, ladies. I know all my young ladies are like, Michael B. Jordan plays basketball? Well, I have no idea. (laughs) But I mean, the basketball icon, Michael Jordan, you know, he would work on his shots over and over. Basics are very important. So I was working with a new client the other day, and one of the many, many great things about new clients <laughs> is get to explain the basics again and in, in new ways because they bring their own experience and thoughts to things. So when I was you know, working with her and I was explaining something that was helping her, I realized, I was like, oh, wow, a lot of people do this and I can see how that would be confusing and it's a very important foundation point to lay there. So that is what brought me to what I was going to talk about today. But before we get into that, I'll rewind. So thought work, what is thought work? Thought work is what you're self-coaching. You're training yourself to actually look at your thoughts. You're probably all familiar with the basic tenet that the type of coaching that I do is based on, you know, our thoughts lead to our feelings, which create our actions, which generate our results. So however you're feeling, it's something that you're thinking, you know, and then those feelings are going to motivate you to take whatever actions you're taking, and that's going to give you your results. So if you don't like the way you're feeling, or if you're looking around your life and you're like, I don't like where I am, I don't like what's going on, I am not happy where I am right now, that all goes back to your thoughts. That's one of the basics. Many times people are like, well, I'll just change my action. That's what leads to that. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to eat a good breakfast. I'm going to work out. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to drink a bunch of water. I'm going to be the best employee ever. I'm going to show up on time finally. (laughs) 
right? Every single day because we're trying to change the actions and we're not trying to change the thoughts. And sometimes we just try to change the feelings. Like, I'm just going to feel different tomorrow. That doesn't work either. So, you know, that's the basics. That's your foundational tenet is that it's always your thoughts. If there's something going wrong with how you feel, what you're doing, the results you're getting, we're going back to the thoughts, the thought drawing board. So self-coaching then, which is what I do with myself, (laughs) what I try to teach you on this podcast so you can self-coach a bit, which that's the tool that you learn, you know, when you work with a coach as well, just more in depth and applied to you. But, you know, self-coaching is just looking at yourself and going through the process of having awareness of your thoughts and then questioning them and then deciding if you want to keep those thoughts. And if you don't, working and the one of the tools that I generally use, we talked about a lot, is the thought stairs, you know, working with the thought stairs to change those thoughts. That's why also working with a coach is very helpful because, like I said, I'm a a master certified coach, but it doesn't mean that I can always self-coach out of everything, you know? You can't see your own blocks. (laughs) Having coaching as a tool that you can use, like being able to self-coach, absolutely life-changing, right? We call it the managed mind or the unmanaged mind. If you're not, you know, really looking at your thoughts and making decisions based on the thoughts and understanding the thoughts you're having, if you're, you know, reacting, if you're making decisions decisions based on how you feel and your emotions, you know, and just life feels like it's happening to you. then that would be an unmanaged mind. But once you realize that the thoughts are what's causing all that and that you can look at those thoughts and decide which ones to keep and decide through that how you feel and how you act, then that's when you're managing your mind. You're taking charge. And some people, you know, they call the models, which we talked about a bit in the last episode, your intentional model and your unintentional model. And I kind of like to think of it as your aligned model and your unaligned model. you know, what just pops into your head and you start thinking and feeling and acting on, if that's leading to something negative for you, it's unaligned. It's not aligned with your truth, with something that is best for you. If it's creating good feelings and good actions, good results, then fantastic. Whatever happened to pop into your mind worked for you. <laughs> so you can have aligned models that just happen for you. But a lot of the time, it, it takes work. Our brains, you can probably tell at this point in your life, they don't just do what serves us. Their job is to protect you and keep you safe, which means keep you scared, keep you small, keep you still. This is what your brain does. This is a, an important basic too. What's wrong with me? Why am I like this? There's nothing wrong with you. In fact, the more you feel like, why can't I break free and do the things I want? Why do I feel so trapped? Why do I think this way? Why can't I change? Uh, The more you have that, you're really good at protecting yourself. You are not going to get eaten by a tiger today, lady. (laughs) And I'm laughing because that's me. But our brains overdo it because that's their only job is just to keep you safe in that kind of way. So you have to be aware of that and take steps to change that if you want it to be different. So absolutely nothing wrong with you. (laughs) It's just the way your brain works. But you can change it. You can make decisions based on looking at the thoughts and how do I want to think and feel about this? What action do I want to take instead of just letting things happen? It's a process, right? And that's why you're here checking out the podcast, trying to apply the teachings, and that's fantastic. And if you want to speed it up or take it deeper, reach out. Connection link down there in the show notes. We can talk about working together and I can help you do that. But today I'm already 15 minutes in and you're like, where are my basics? (laughs) 
But I was just revisiting what thought work is, what self-coaching is. And then for me, you know, the other part to the foundation is self-compassion. In order to have that relationship with yourself where you're really looking at the thoughts, and this is what connects to the conversation I had with my client recently, is there has to be a self-compassion and self-love, which is not necessarily the same thing, although I really don't see how you could have one without the other. But you have to have that kind of relationship with yourself, and that may take developing for many of you and it did for me because I had a very harsh inner critic. So in order to do some of the basic work, which is looking at your thoughts, questioning them, you have to, you know, have that self-compassion and support and love for yourself. So before you can jump to changing the thoughts, putting it through the thought stairs and figuring out how to think different, which a lot of people want to jump to, Once they realize that their thoughts are controlling how they feel, they just want to just jump in and change the thoughts. It's kind of like you're sitting there and you're in a dark room and you're hearing noises and you're saying, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, but you're very afraid. And so then you hear, well, it's the thought that is the problem. It's not that you're afraid. It's what are you thinking? And then you're like, okay, I just have to change the thought. And you're like, okay, there's no boogeyman. There's no boogeyman. (laughs) There's no boogeyman. Right? But you don't believe that thought anymore now than you did before when you didn't realize that you were thinking it. So it's jumping, it's jumping a bit ahead. That's not the best example, but it was the funnest. So I went with it. (laughs) So, but that is the first step is awareness. Awareness that, you know, it's your thoughts that are causing your feelings. So, you know, and that awareness goes beyond just self-awareness. Before I, you know, discovered coaching and the different steps and the thought stairs, I was very self-aware that I thought negatively about myself, that I beat myself up in my mind, that I had a very harsh inner critic. I knew that because I heard it. (laughs) Some people don't always realize that they're doing it, and that's okay too, but I heard it (laughs) loud and clear, gotcha. And, you know, I'd also had tried therapy at that point, and I, you know, talked about it and discussed it in therapy. So I knew that. But I've told this story before. It wasn't until I had that awareness in the moment as it was happening. You know, I texted some of my friends. I sent them a very sweet message. And they just said, oh, thanks. And I was like, see, your friends don't like you. And I realized in that moment, I was like, oh. And it wasn't a, oh my gosh, you're thinking negatively. Beat yourself up. It was, oh, there's an example. (laughs) Your friends, of course your friends like you. You know this. You believe this. And at that moment, I did because I had been doing other work. And just realizing like, oh, wow. And also being able to look at that specific example as it was happening and realize that it didn't matter what they would have texted back, even if they would have complimented me back because it was like a, hey, this is what, you know, I'm grateful for about you. If they had done the same thing back, my brain would have said, oh, well, I mean, what else were they going to do but compliment you back because you complimented them? So you have to create an awareness that happens in the moment, not just like, oh, I beat myself up, right? And once that happens, you know, that is the next step. You will start noticing it, you know, the more you practice in the moment. And then that's where self-compassion comes in because what you're going to want to do is be like, oh, I'm beating myself up again. I'm so stupid. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, I'm beating myself up for beating myself up. But that's okay, too have that compassion and be like, hey, look, you're not just going through it now. You're not just beating yourself up and continuing on and taking it like you have been every other time. Now you're seeing it. You can start just right there. Sometimes, again, people want to jump forward, but take that small step and just be like, oh, okay, I see it. 
I became aware, not just at the end of the day, not just after weeks of feeling crappy, oh yeah, I've been beating myself up, but in the moment, you know, and see how many times you can become aware of it. Not that you do it, not that you want to do it. Not try to see how many times you can do it, but see how many times you can notice it. And, you know, that's going to slow it down and stop it right there. Just being like, oh, okay, I'm beating myself up right now. I see that. It's going to be harder to continue to do it. Even if you have that knee jerk, oh gosh, I'm doing it again. And see, you're going to start to see that as well. Like, oh, wait, now I'm beating myself up for beating myself up. And if you approach that with self-compassion and like, oh, okay, I see. And you're able to accept yourself that I'm doing the thing I do. My brain's trying to protect me. It's okay. That's the first step. Such a small thing, but that is a huge step. And, you know, that was part of one of the things that my client and I were talking about. Like, she was like, I don't know how, I don't know how. And I was like, that's all you have to do right there. The first step you have to do is just notice when the thoughts are happening. Whatever thought it is that that you've identified or you're working with a coach and it's been identified that's causing the particular feeling or action or result that you're not wanting right then, just realize when it's happening. That's just the first step. You don't have to start changing it. You just have to realize that it's happening and approach it with self-compassion. And also that's going to help you break it up a little bit. You don't have to start thinking a different thought yet. If you're not ready, you just have to notice it. And it's going to stop. It's going to stop for a moment because you've become aware. It's like if you're about to step into a hole, you know, if you step into it five days in a row, but then on the sixth day, you're like, oh, I remember it. There's the hole, right? And you walk around it. Great. If there's another hole in five feet, you might fall into it. That's okay. (laughs) You might come and fall in that same hole the next day. That's okay. It's a process. And what's going to happen is the more you realize it, you're able to stop it. And then we can start putting bigger blocks in the way, right? We can start questioning, moving to the next step, questioning the thoughts. And once you realize you don't believe it or it's not serving you, then you can work on changing it. And, you know, that process, you might count a hundred times a day you say something negative in your mind and you're like, well, I realized it, I thought it, and I stopped it. Five minutes later, it was happening again. And that time I let it go and I ran with it. I kept the story and and I kept going. Well, that's okay because, you know, you're going to keep doing that. It only happened 50 times today. And then it's going to be like, I only caught myself having that thought a few times, you know? And it's like hours were between each thought. And then it'll be days were between each time it happened. Then weeks. And then you'll be like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember when I struggled with that thought. Now, there'll be other thoughts maybe, or that thought might surface later in a different way. But that's the process. It's not about (laughs) eradicating all your negative thoughts and feelings because you're a human being and those are always going to be there. But you won't be stuck. You won't be having chronic anxiety or chronic constant negative emotions and, you know, those kind of struggles, things that are holding you back from doing what you want, from feeling how you want, from enjoying your life. That's what you want and that's what you're moving towards, not this perfect robotic life where you don't feel anything that you don't want to ever. So, you know, just practice that awareness. And then when you're moving to the next basic part of it, the questioning, that was something that also came up in this example. And it was the thing that was like, oh, this is important for me to explain this to other people as well. Because, I mean, I do this, but there can sometimes be what 
sounds like questioning going on of your thoughts, but just because something has a question on the end doesn't necessarily mean it's a question or that it's the kind of questioning necessarily that I'm recommending for your thoughts. If you are thinking, why am I like this? Why do I think this? You know, a more specific example would be something like, why do I put up with this? And that could be a job or a friendship, the way you think a boss or a partner treats you. Why do I put up with this? You know, and if you feel stuck, you might say, why am I so weak? Why am I so lazy? Why won't I do this differently? That's not questioning your thoughts. <laughs> Even if it might sound like what's wrong with you, what are you thinking? That is a judgment. It is a judgment on your thoughts and it's not a genuine question. The type of questioning that we want might even be the same words. What are you thinking? But it's like that, like, what are you thinking here? It's interesting. Say that it was an example, say you were in a relationship and you were beating yourself up about the way you and your partner interacted and you were asking yourself, why do I put up with this? Well, that's a judgment. You're judging yourself, your thoughts, your feelings. That's not helpful. But if it was like, why am I here? Why am I in this relationship? And really asking yourself and listening to the answers with compassion, not judging them. You know, well, that's weak. Well, that's stupid. Well, don't think that. Well, girl, you need to do this right. You need to tell him. (laughs) Those are all judgments. You're not actually listening. You have to actually listen to yourself. And that's where that self-compassion comes in. You're having a relationship with yourself like a friend. What am I thinking here? You know, and it could be that you're believing that you're putting up with something and you're not. You could be judging someone else, right? Why am I putting up with his shoes on the floor again? (laughs) Right? Like he doesn't care about me. He would pick these shoes up like I asked him to a million times. And then, you know, so you can see there, I'm making it mean a lot of things that these shoes are here, you know, or it could be something that, you know, more people might agree with you as a negative thing. You know, maybe he or she speaks to you in a certain way that you have thoughts about being wrong. Again, these thoughts, you can keep these thoughts if you look at them and they work for you. I mean, if you look at it and you're like, yeah, I would like to have a boundary that a person doesn't scream at me when they're upset. Okay, if you feel good about that, you feel good about your reasons, and you understand the thoughts behind it, you can still make that choice. But saying that's something you don't want and then beating yourself up because you're still in the relationship and what's wrong with you, and that's not either, right? Always what you want to do is look at those thoughts and then say, okay, am I making this decision? Am I having this feeling based on thoughts that aren't true, right? Or that don't serve me? And if so, then you can change the thoughts. If it's coming from, you know, negative thoughts, but you're like, I still think I agree with the final action the final decision, that's okay. Then we just look at those thoughts and say, well, what thoughts can help me feel good about this decision that does actually align for me? So there's a lot of different ways to take it, but it should always come, not a should, but you always want to come from a place of compassion and listening and understanding and not judgment. You don't want to tell yourself, I should not feel that. I should not think that, right? Or even if it's something in your, I know that's not true. Well, keep digging because if you're still feeling like you believe it, then there's something there that you believe. There is a thought there that is keeping you aligned with these negative emotions. So you want to dig and explore, but you want to do it with curiosity and compassion, not judgment, because that's not going to get you there. That's just going to keep you in the same cycle. And it'll be a cycle where it's like, you know, why do I put up with this? I'm so weak. I should be stronger. And then you're like, no, I am strong. I'm going to do this and I do this. And then you come around, but then you're like, crap, but the same thing keeps happening. Why are you so weak? (laughs) 
It's just going to be a circle because you're really just beating yourself up in a different way. Even if you feel a moment of, yeah, why am I so weak? I'm not. I'm strong. I'm going to change this. If you notice later (laughs) that you're still in the same cycle, then yes, it was just beating yourself up. If you have the thought I'm weak and then you're like, no, wait, no, I am strong. Huh. What am I thinking here that's making me think I'm weak, right? Now that's working. You really do believe that you are strong, but you're seeing that there's something there. There's some thought under there that's not supporting that. So that's how questioning the thoughts works. It's genuinely looking at, you know, why are you thinking this? Is this true? (laughs) If it's something negative about yourself, I'm weak, I'm crap, I'm stupid, I'm worthless, I'm lazy. I can go ahead and give you free bonus tip. It's not true. (laughs) But again, you don't just shut yourself down with that and just say, I know it's not true. If you're doing that, you may often notice that that's not actually thought work. You're not really changing that thought to, I know it's not true, because you're feeling and acting the same way and getting the same results. So awareness, then genuine, curious, non-judgmental questioning. And then once the thoughts are loosening up, then you're like, okay, I've identified the thought that's either not true or not serving me or, or both, and I would like to change it. And then you start working on those new thoughts that you actually believe. If you're, you know, harshly questioning yourself or if you're saying, I know that that's not true. I just know it's not true. Then you're back in the dark room with your eyes shut saying, I know there's no boogeyman. I know there's no boogeyman. (laughs) If you're still in the room and you're still terrified, you don't know that. So be willing to work through the process and to accept that it's up and down and to have that compassion and support for yourself and realize even if you are following (laughs) the steps, if you're getting stuck, if there's not any movement in those basics of, you know, awareness and questioning and then change, then there is a step that you're missing and it could be you're questioning with judgment. You're not actually trying to have a conversation with yourself and determine what's going on. So again, you're just really doing the harsh inner critic thing and beating yourself up and you're not showing yourself compassion. And maybe that's happening back at the awareness stage. Perhaps you're just like, oh, I'm doing it again. Oh, I'm thinking that again. Okay, you're thinking that again. The fact that you're aware of it in the moment, that's new, right? That's a new moment. That's never happened before because it's happening right now. You're aware of it. It's happening. You've come to a point where you can stop in that moment, right? You have the choice in that moment because of your awareness to stop that thought. Again, might come back. It's okay. That's part of the process. It's making it come back further and further down the line. Five minutes, 10 minutes, three days, 10 months, whatever the process might be for you. It's going to be different for each thought. It's going to be different for each thought, maybe in different circumstances, but it's just a continual ongoing process. But if you're going through it, sticking to it, watching your basics and having compassion for yourself, it's going to improve your life. I can't even tell you. how much because it's really hard to believe. I'm already over my typical 30-minute limit here, but I know many of you in other episodes and from following me and connecting with me on Instagram, my website, my Facebook, you know my story, you know that I had tried medication, doctors, therapy, I did exercise, I did meditation, I did yoga, I did everything that you could do to manage my anxiety, to deal with my depression, perfectionism, inattentive ADHD, like, you know, I was doing all the things to try to manage them. And it wasn't until I learned these tools and started self-coaching, well, working with a coach. (laughs) 
I had to work with a coach. Gosh, I think we worked together over a year. Well, I didn't have to, but I wanted to continue working with her. But it was a good six months into it before I was looking back and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the change. (laughs) So, you know, having experienced all those different things that I tried, it's amazing still to me that that's what worked, especially because until a few years prior to that, I didn't even know what life coaching was. But it's a process. And even now, master coach, I still use it. I still get my mind blown by the basics like oh my thoughts aren't true huh no way (laughs) because I can still convince myself that my thoughts are in fact true and you know what it's great I'm glad when I have those moments because that's when I can have the awareness and start questioning and and make the change and grow I can keep growing I'm not ever going to get to a point where I'm just always having thoughts and feelings that lead to amazing actions and results because I'm a human being. It doesn't matter how many degrees or certifications you have. That's not where we're headed. But life is good and I'm able to enjoy it. And I can't say that I've always been able to enjoy it. I've gone through some rough things and that's a thought. But even when anybody had the thought, I think that my life was good. I wasn't always able to enjoy it. So You know, it's about taking responsibility for her where you are in your life and how you think and feel and act. And I think that's something that on some level that we all want. We want to feel that we have control. And, you know, you are a human. You're not going to have control as in I push my happy button and I'm always happy forever. But you don't have to just feel like you're at the whim of emotion and that you can't have some control over your life because you do. You can choose. Once the feeling hits you, right, it's there. You can't make it not happen. And that's always going to be part of your humanity. But you can choose whether it sticks around and for how long. And whether you let it affect how you make decisions and how you live your life. You have the power. And if that's something that you've lost sight of, listen to all these episodes or schedule that connection call. And we'll talk about how to apply these tools to your life and to take your power back and feel like, hey, I'm in control of this. I can handle my thoughts and feelings. I know how to manage them. And when I don't, I'm a human being and that's okay too. So it was a little long today and I do hear that I have slowed down, but I hope that I didn't hit you with too much. But that's just a thought. Absorb it. Listen to it three times if you have to. It's all about your thoughts. Have compassion with yourself. It's a process and you have the power. There's your key points. Go back and listen to all the supporting comments. as many times as it takes, or reach out and we'll talk about it one-on-one. And thank you so much for the extra time today. I hope you've enjoyed it and I look forward to hearing from you. So connect, drop by, email, Instagram, Facebook, wherever in the world you are and whatever works for you. Let me know any questions you have and get back to basics today. Start looking at those thoughts and showing yourself compassion and step into your power. All right, next time, lovies. 